Hey guys, welcome to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I wanted to talk about fear. And what inspired this is obviously the whole coronavirus situation. And people seem to be reacting to this whole thing from this end of the spectrum all the way to the other. You know, this end being, you know, who cares? No big deal. Let everyone die. And then the other extreme being, oh, my God, we should all be quarantined. Don't leave the house no matter what. And everything in the middle. And... I feel like I am, this is just my humble opinion, but I feel like I'm a bit more qualified to speak on the subject, um, not as far as the medical, but the other side of it uh, than your average person. And that's just because, um, as many may or may not know, I have COPD and congestive heart failure. So, well, and I also have severe sleep apnea. So basically what I'm saying is if I were to catch the coronavirus, it's almost a certainty that I would die, even though I'm only 37, well, 38 in a couple of months. But the point being, I'm just as high risk, if not more at risk than someone who's 70 years old and survived lung cancer a decade or two earlier. Where I'm going with this is... I'm not living inside of my house in some little tiny bubble and refusing to go out and going extreme overboard uh, when it comes to this whole situation. You know, I, I still, you know, go to my favorite restaurants and get takeout. I, you know, I, I still get out of the house. And the reason why is because I'm not going to let fear dictate my life. I'm not going to sit here and drive myself crazy, you know, until 3 a.m. wondering what could happen, what might happen, what might not happen. Because fear, that's the real enemy. There will, there will always be risks in life. I mean, it, you know, if you get into a relationship with someone, uh, there's always a risk that they could break your heart. There's always a risk you could break their heart. Um, you know, another extreme example would be, you know, you could guarantee that another terrorist attack would never, ever happen again if you just instituted martial law. But is that worth it? Absolutely not. So I, I was watching... Uh, a talk earlier it was a fireside chat and he was basically talking about, you know, breaking down the whole coronavirus situation and really looking at the numbers. And the fact of the matter is at the end of the day, the media is blowing this out of proportion because last year, 80,000, 80,000 people died just from the normal flu. Did we lock anything down for that? Did we, no, you didn't even hear about it. Maybe it might have popped up once on the news. And uh, there was actually, if I'm trying to remember the doctor's name, uh, let me actually look it up in case any of you guys want to look this up. Uh, there was an article in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is pretty much the most reputable medical journal on the face of the planet. I mean, you'd be hard pressed, you know, maybe like Johns Hopkins. Um, but the 
title of the article is COVID-19 Navigating the Uncharted. And it really breaks it down and essentially goes into, you know, way less than 1% of the population actually dies from this. And the point is, you know, people are just overreacting. They're allowing fear to control their lives, to, to dictate their actions. You know, like, uh, one of my best friends, his father is like 87 years old, has a ton of health problems. I could understand him being like quarantining himself because he's the only person to take care of his father. So if he gets it, he'll give it to his father that I can understand. But earlier I was at target and there's people wearing like these, basically I'm not talking about the little white masks. I'm talking like full blown gas masks and shit. And the point is the vast majority of these people have nothing to worry about. I mean, if they get it, they'll have very, very, very mild symptoms And then that's it. And where I'm going with this is use logic and reason. If everyone's locked down right now, literally all it takes when this lockdown ends is one person, just one, to still have coronavirus in the world. And then boom, guess what? We're right back to square one. Everyone who hasn't been affected who's now immune is going to get infected. It's just, it's common sense and logic. I'm not saying you should be reckless and running around and licking every toilet seat and, you know, touching your face and touching every single surface. No, I mean, you can be, you can be vigilant, but don't let fear control your life. Don't let fear dictate what you do. And kind of what I was getting at earlier in the video when I talked about myself is what really breaks my heart and affects me about this situation is like, I'm very much a creature of habit. I, I go to the same places. Like, I mean, you could set a clock to my routine on a daily basis, but like all the local restaurants that I go to, I mean, I eat there so much. I don't even have to order. I always get the same thing. Like all those waiters and waitresses, their income just came to a grinding halt. And it's not like they can go get another job serving. I just shot a video with a gentleman the other day. He was a a service writer for a car dealership. He lost his job. Um, His uh, husband also lost his job. And the point is the economic impact from this, I mean, it's a statistical fact that every 1% Unemployment goes up, 40,000 people die. 40,000 for every 1%. I don't even want to know what the unemployment rate is right now. And there's just so many people. Or or there was an article in the New York Times, and I didn't even think about this until I saw the article. But it absolutely killed me because it talked about all of these recovering addicts and whatnot. Like there was a, a woman talking about her son who had been sober for 30 years and he's now drinking again and I'm not alleviating the responsibility as for his actions. That's a talk for another time. But the point is now with this lockdown BS, he has no AA meetings he can go to. He has no support system. I mean, me personally, if my birthday was yesterday, I wouldn't care, but that's just me. 
like, what about the people who do have birthdays and a birthday is a really meaningful celebration to them? Like, you're, how many people are going to lose their cars, their homes are going to go into bankruptcy or, you know, their quality of life goes to shit. The point I'm trying to make with this is even as high risk as I am, I do not for even one tenth of a second believe that my life is worth destroying a million people's lives. I would much rather die from the coronavirus myself and those million people be able to live a good quality life because I don't know about you, but I don't feel like going back to the Great Depression. Not that I was alive back then, but I've read enough about it to know that it was beyond miserable. So, and the COPD cigar thing, I've heard that a million times. We all have our things that we do. I don't even drink. So, so when I look at this situation, I guess... There's one side in kind of what I talk about with my other videos is you can look at it with just emotion. Oh, my God, be this giant bottle of feelings and bounce all over the place. Or you can use logic and reason and just look at the cold, hard facts and the statistics of how many people have actually died. And, you know, once again, look at the whole situation using logic. Okay, great. The quarantine is happening right now. We can't do this indefinitely. So what happens after that's the, the the issue with so many things is people look at, oh, my God, this, but they don't ask any follow-up questions. So next time, it's like, oh, my God, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Think one, two, three, four steps beyond that, and your conclusion, your reaction will probably change. But getting back to the point of fear is don't let fear control your life. Don't, I mean, me personally, you know, we all... Our ship on a plane, if there's heavy tur- turbulence and, you know, it feels like, oh, my God, the plane's going to crash, I sit there and I'm completely calm. I remember the last time I had surgery, uh, the surgeon actually and the um, anesthesiologist noticed or commented on that. And they're like, um, you're not worried? I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, this is actually kind of scary how calm you are. And where I get that from is... Uh, I don't know. I personally believe we can learn a lot from movies. But there was this uh, spy movie with Tom Hanks. And, uh, like, Tom Hanks was interviewing his client. And he was like, you know, aren't you worried? Aren't you afraid? Like, he would always ask questions like that throughout the movie. And his client was very calm. And he was like, would it help? And it was just one of those moments where I clicked. And I was just like, wow, that's actually a really good point. Because, yeah, next time you're worried or you're afraid or whatever it is, ask yourself, is this helping? Like, can I actually change the outcome of it? You know, it it would be like if you took a test and you're up all night stressing about the grade. Well, no amount of stressing or worrying or fear or anything else is going to change the outcome. You've already completed the test. So, you know, next time, I don't know it, the, but it's the Alcoholics Anonymous thing. It's, you know, the, the, something to change the things that I can, the courage to accept the things that I cannot, and the wisdom to know the difference. So, 
in closing, don't let fear control you. Don't let anxiety control you. Some things are just going to happen and there's nothing you can do about it. And always, 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 always try to look at the silver lining. I remember when I broke my ankle uh, not too long ago, I wasn't even upset. Like I started to get upset for a second and I was like, you know what? Actually, this happened for a reason. Because maybe now that I have a broken ankle, I'm not going to be somewhere and I'm not going to meet someone that I shouldn't have met. You know, it happens for a reason. So just live your life and don't let fear control you. And if you know someone who's, you know, struggling in this time, do what you can to help them. Um, I hope you guys were able to take something away from this video. If you enjoyed it, please like, share, subscribe, etc. I really appreciate it. I love you all.